Buy wisely. Buy for flavor. Buy Del Monte. Del Monte, the brand you trust for flavor in so many good foods. Time now for Rocky Jordan, brought to you by Del Monte Foods, the brand preferred by more women than any other line of canned fruits and vegetables in the world. Far from the Musk Sultan Hassan in Cairo stands the Cafe Tambourine, run by Rocky Jordan. The Cafe Tambourine, crowded with forgotten men, alive with the babble of many languages. For this is Cairo, where modern adventure and intrigue unfold against the backdrop of antiquity. Del Monte presents Rocky Jordan and this week's story, The Strange Death of Van Dorn. We'd handled a big crowd at the tambourine the night before. All I wanted that morning was peace and quiet. That's what I wanted. I wasn't opening till noon, but the place was already stifling from the heat of the day. So I went to the front door to let in some fresh air. First thing I saw after that was a big shiny police badge, followed by Sergeant Greco. Good morning, Mr. Jordan. Ah, sorry, Greco, we're not open yet. Do not be offensive. I have no desire for the nectar of the infidel. Then you're in the wrong place, aren't you? Most certainly not. You will please accompany me now. Uh, some other time, Greco. I'm busy. Mr. Jordan, it will interest you to know that I act under orders of the Captain Sabaya, who awaits you outside. He does, huh? Oh, yeah. Now, Mr. Jordan, shall we go? As long as Sam's asking. A most pleasant day, Jordan. Oh, why'd you trade your limousine in for a jeep, Sam? The nature of the journey demands it. You will drive, Greco. You command, Captain. What's it about, Sam? You will enjoy a ride into the hot desert, would you not? Sorry, it doesn't fit with my plan. But unfortunately, it would be necessary. That an order? Get in, Jordan. So I got in and we started out. Sam wasn't talking yet and I couldn't figure it. Greco drove rapidly across town and north out the Heliopolis Road, then turned east through the hills and on into the sand dunes of the desert. Finally, up ahead, I made out several men standing in a group, all in police uniforms, their figures wavering in the desert heat. Greco steered the jeep up beside them to a stop, and we got out. They stepped respectfully back as Sam led me through to the center of the group, where the dead figure of a man lay sprawled on the burning sand. Jordan, you will look at him carefully. I've already seen enough. You know him, then? Not his name. He's been in the tambourine a few times. When last? As a matter of fact, just last night. Came in with a girl. Mm. You would recognize her if you saw her again? Yeah, I think so. Real blonde, round face, attractive. I didn't get her name either. She hadn't been in before. And you know absolutely nothing more of this man? Only that he was Dutch. Judging from his accent, that's all. Very well. Oh, it's hot. How do I fit in, Sam? The investigating officers found only a pack of tambourine matches in his pocket, so I decided to drive you out for possible identification. Why did this forsaken place? Look here, I am not enjoying the heat any more than you. Could have waited till you got him back to Cairo. I prefer to act quickly in these matters. How did it happen? Well, we are not yet sure. Small bruise on his forehead, that's all I see. Uh, Captain Sabai. Yes, Greco. Uh, 
for the bay, we should say word with you about his passport. Yeah. Pardon me, Jordan. Please wait here a moment with Greco. Uh, you appear most ill at ease, Mr. Jordan. There's nothing a cold beer wouldn't cure. Join me? So carefully your eyes avoid the man who lies in the sand. You, uh, want the truth, Greg? I'm not getting threats any more than you do. Now, look, maybe we can help each other, Sandra. At least you are not holding a gun. No, I don't carry one. Who is the fellow out there in the Fiat? His name is Hagen. Milt Hagen. Did he have a deal on with the man you went to the tambourine with last night? Yes. I, I do not know what it was. He did not tell me. Well, let's have his name. Van Dorn. It was only a date. Oh, sure. After you two left the tambourine last night, where'd you go? Well, he brought me back to the hotel, and then he left. Did you see him after that? I watched him from the window there, walking down the street. And then a truck pulled up alongside of him. Uh, go on. Two men jumped out, grabbed him, and dumped him into the truck. That is the last time I saw him. You saw way too much. Who were the men who picked him up? recognized only one of them, the bald-headed man, Arnold Krieg. Did he have business with Van Dorn, too? I... I think he was trying, but Van Dorn would have nothing to do with him. But believe me, I do not know what it is about at all. Sandra, do you know what happened to Van Dorn? No, Mr. Jordan. Do you? The police found him out in the desert this morning. Dead. Oh, no. Oh, ma foi, but how... He'd frozen to death. But that is not possible. Yeah, it happens to be true. Now, listen, Sandra. If you know anything else, you'd better tell me. Oh, but that is all I know. I saw Craig dump him into a truck. A yellow truck with a red triangle on the side. That is everything. Oh, come on, Sandra. We're going to tell this to the police. Oh, no, I'm not getting out of town right now. Before something happens to me. No, no, you're not. You're coming with me to Captain Sabaya. Please, Mr. Joe, let me go. You are taking her no place. Craig! <gasps> We hadn't seen him come in the open door, and he was standing right behind us. It was the man who had threatened Sandra earlier. He was built like a wrestler, and there wasn't a hair on his head. The girl will do only what I've told her to do. I was going to, please. You can see. I was packing. I see everything quite clearly. Mr. Jordan takes untimely interest, but he alters now. Ah, ah, this is good. Now hold it here. Ah, it works, sir. The man in the blue automobile did not see us. He will not get far. Come on, back out now and head toward him. He has stopped, Master. At the blank wall, he has stopped. Uh, so much now for our Hagen. He has indeed reached a dead end. Ahead now, Caban, and make it good. Mr. Sheldon, what are they doing? Craig, are you crazy? You can't expect... Shut up, Jordan. Now, Caban, ram his car to the wall. Craig's eyes were directly ahead, and that was my chance to grab Sandra and push her to the floor. I found the door handle and had it open as we hit. The fear had been crushed like an eggshell, and I was on my feet pulling Sandra with me. She was shaken, but game, and we made it to a narrow passageway that led between two buildings. About then, Craig realized we were gone. We stepped it up along the passageway till I spotted an open door, and we ducked in. It turned out to be the back end of a little vegetable mine. I slammed the door, bolted it, dragged Sandra past the jabbering proprietor, out the open front, down the street to look like we were safe. I found a phone booth outside a tobacco store, and while Sandra caught her breath, I made a phone call. Captain Sabaya speaking. Uh, hello, Sam. It's Rocky. 
Dolan, I was about to call you. Now give up the idea and get over to the Sharia Idfu, just off El Mar. There's a smashed up Fiat. And why should a street accident interest me? Not an accident, Sam. Murder. Continue, Jordan. You'll find him in the smashed car. An American named Milt Hagen. He was deliberately run down. By whom? Guy with an egghead named Arnold Krieg. He had plenty of interest in Van Dorn, too. Sir, Jordan, you know the name of the man found in the desert. Yeah, I found out. Now, get this, Sam. Krieg's the one that killed Van Dorn. There was a deal on. Van Dorn had something to sell, and Krieg was trying to horn in. What was it, Sam? Why kill two men for it? I can only tell you who Van Dorn was, Jordan. Yeah? He was a criminal wanted by the British. A confidence man, smuggler, counterfeiter. A Dutch, yes, from South Africa. But tell me, how... Just enjoying it. Those trucks lined up along the sidewalk, Yellow with red triangle signs, including the one parked there at the dock. Yes. Someone is there. Two men. Yeah, and they're loading something on the truck fast from inside the building. You still with me, Sandra? Yes, Rocky, of course. Now, there's a filling station at the corner. Get down there and call Sabaya. Tell him to get here with some men the quickest way he can. Sandra hurried away, and I went back to watch. I kept close to the building. Somewhere inside, I knew Van Dorn had died the night before. I got as close to the dock as I could, hiding in the shadows. From there, I made out the two men busy at work. The guy with the bald head, Arnold Krieg, and his helper. Step on it, Gavan. Keep moving. Only a few more blocks of ice creek, Yes, there's no time left. We're getting out of here. They were bringing blocks of ice from the building and loading them into the metal-covered truck. I figured they were trying to get away. Well, when you're in a big hurry to skip town, you don't load yourself down with 1,500 pounds of that stuff unless it's real important. So I knew those cakes of ice held the answer. They both went back inside the building. I moved in closer. In a few seconds, they were back, each dragging at a big cake of ice. Oh, don't lag up on uh, they are the last. Ah, this block of ice must careful with you. It is heavier than the others, yeah, eh? Much heavier, yes, but only we know that. Yeah, hurry now. I held it till they both got well into the truck to complete the load. Then I was silently moving up onto the dock to the back of the truck. I had one side of the metal door and swung it shut. And before they could move, the other one. The bar dropped in place and they were both locked inside. Come on. Come on, open those doors. It was not I, master, but someone outside. Who is there? Who is out there? What's the difference, Krieg? You're all through. Jordan. Jordan, I warn you. Let me out of here. Any good reason why I should? Jordan, let me out of here. Now the police get here with some hot toddies. Jordan, you you haven't called the police. Uh, Keep your ear tuned. You'll hear the sirens any minute. Jordan. Want Del Monte catsup. Try Del Monte catsup soon. You'll like it. And for all its goodness, Del Monte catsup costs less than many other quality brands. Back now to Rocky Jordan for the conclusion of tonight's story. Well, Sandra's phone call brought Sabai and his men to the ice house in a hurry. We opened the doors of the truck then, and my two captives came out as meek as kittens. We all went down to headquarters, bringing the truck along, still loaded with the ice. Krieg and Gabon were booked on the charge of double murder. After questioning, Sandra went back to her hotel to unpack. And Sergeant Greco, with a couple of others, set to work chipping up the blocks of ice and melting them. Sam and I waited in his office till Greco finally came in. Captain Sabaya, 
I am now most happy to make my report. Uh, proceed, Greco. You assigned me to chop up and melt certain blocks of ice taken from the truck of the Delta Ice Works relative to the... Yes, uh, yes, 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 Greco. What did you find? In the first three blocks of ice, I found nothing. But in the fourth, I made a most remarkable discovery. In the ice, they could not be detected, but through the process of melting, I discovered this. Um, uh, place them on the desk. Let me see. Diamonds, Capitan. Surely of great value. That is my discovery. Yeah, there they are, Sam. Just like Craig said. Yes, and all genuine. There is little doubt. I trust then, Capitan, that you are pleased? Just keep chopping the rest of the ice, Greco. You may find some more. Mr. Jordan, it may interest you to know that I take orders only from Captain Sabaya. Uh, yes, and uh, you take them very well, Greco. Now, when you have finished with the ice, please uh, report to me again. Your command, Capitan. Jordan, it is growing late. Rocky Jordan, written by Gomer Cool and Larry Roman, stars Jack Moyles in the title role with Jane Avello as Sam Sabaya, and is produced and directed by Cliff Howell. With original music composed and conducted by Richard Arant. Remember, you have a date next week at the Cafe Tambourine, run by Rocky Jordan. Same time, same station. And the story is The Big Heist. For pies and cakes that can't be beat, you want your raisins fresh and sweet. So try Del Monte Seedless Raisins. For your holiday Thanksgiving cakes, cookies, and pies, get the freshest, tastiest raisins yet. Del Monte Seedless Raisins. Larry Thor speaking. Rocky Jordan is presented over CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System. <laughs> 